Hello everyone, welcome to Outlandish with Lavanera Duri and today on board we have someone extremely special on board with us. We've got Captain Morgan. Hi, I feel I feel like so special right now. I feel very um, grand. My name's Captain Morgan now, that's so cool. Yeah. Like officially. Yeah. Okay, to give you a little context, uh, we're using Captain Morgan as a pseudonym because we want to keep this individual's identity um, private. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Do you want to introduce yourself, Captain Morgan? Uh, hi, I am not Captain Morgan, but we'll go with that for a while. Uh, I am 22 uh, and my parents don't know how fucking gay I am. Can I abuse? Yes, because I already have now. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So, um, I think that's about it. I, I I do cinematography. I do stuff here and there, where I, whatever work you'll give. That sounds like I'm a prostitute. Wow. I don't mind that either. Yeah, I mean, prostitution isn't entirely bad. It's a social construct. Let's not go there. Yeah, but exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'll leave for this now. Yeah, too too early to start like the podcast and like people getting to know us, barely know us, and then we're talking about all of this to start with. You can cut it out. <laughs> and uh, you recently changed your pronouns on your Instagram bio because that's yes. where I got to know about all of this. So yes. shed some light on that perhaps. Okay, so... First of all, I would like to tell the story about how I came out to all of my Instagram followers. <laughs> Interesting. I uh, I was doing this series during Pride Month uh, where like I just put up stories, uh, like trying my best to educate people in the most like inconsequential way possible. I'd like put up stories about pop culture icons that I were love gay, but you would not know about it. Yeah, or uh, I posted stories like about different kinds of like sexualities that people might not completely understand like giving them like small rundowns but uh what happened was while doing the segment on non-binary people i was uh, pretty high <laughs> and uh, <laughs> while giving examples for people who are non-binary to explain it i gave my own example <laughs> Wow. Because, you know, your your pronouns have been changed for a while. People will know. And then sober I was like, nobody, nobody looks into your profile for like pronouns. It's India, it's not that progressive. Nobody cares. And like like it's it's my private account, right? Who will go back and keep checking my bio all the time? If they follow me, they already follow me. But yeah, uh, suddenly messages flood, uh, started flooding in, like, hey, uh, we're so proud of you, we're so proud of you and stuff. And I was like, but what did I do? <laughs> and then I went back to my stories and I realized that I just came out, which was fun. Uh, but yeah, the support has been nice. Uh, I haven't gotten hate comments, so that's great. Like people, people have been very kind. So that was that was very nice. And I didn't expect that to happen. Kind of expected some backlash at least. But uh, it was very nice. It was uh, people were very kind and people thought that I was good enough like I don't know I, I wouldn't say good enough but like I was kind enough for them to be able to share their stories with me which was great like people came out to me because they were like oh you know you're my safe space it's like oh yeah. 
that's so much a pleasure thanks guys <laughs> that sounds yeah like cool. if somebody somebody calls you their safe space wouldn't you feel like uh, so yeah. you feel so comfortable that warm yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, anyway uh, yeah and yeah, no, go ahead no i was just thinking that uh, when when so many of us are in school or like institutions where we don't feel that we are safe like that and then you come out of that small little bubble of your insecurities and you realize that you know it's not actually the people are not going to be supportive yes there are those who are always going to be like you're this you're that mm-hmm. and they're going to play on your insecurities but then there are a lot of people who are very supportive and i think that's something that's helped me out a lot as well so like Yeah, 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 I can completely relate to what you're saying when it comes to like people being supportive and kind and like not really caring about who you are and accepting you who we, for who you are. But like, yeah, that was how you came out. What about the internal dialogue which you were having with oh, yourself yeah, when yeah. you realized that okay, I don't want to go by she hers or I want to go like I'm gender fluid or like yeah, and um, and and. Yeah, yeah. To start with, started where like how people can understand how gender fluid and non-binary people are different. Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start how I came to realize what identity I could identify with, because man, if you could see me, uh, if I could show my face, you would you would understand why I have such a crisis. But yeah. Um, no so basically it started off very stupid i was dressing up like i like dressing up in suits a lot that's my thing and i was like going for like an interview so i was not even an interview i was like going for like work stuff and i was wearing like a proper suit and then i had like a crisis i was like do i like dressing up as a man because i think like i don't know of the power of it all because patriarchy and stuff so what i was feeling hella swavi and uh, basically like i don't know i was just looking into the mirror i was like i look like a man and i like that but do i like that because you know i want to be a man or do i like that just because of the power of it all or something and then i had like a proper i had to sit down and just contemplate if i want to be a man because i i feel like it i i sometimes really do feel like i should be a man right and it's like 30 minutes later of just being like do i do i want to be a man do i do it is that what i want am i am i trans and i never realized it and then i was like wait no 30 minutes of this okay 30 minutes later i'm just screaming but i like boobs i like my boobs <laughs> what <laughs> and then i was like i'm getting late i got to go <laughs> uh anyway so shelved it for a while then uh it was like because of uh, loki coming out i don't know if you've seen it like marvel's loki coming out so a lot of people started talking about in my circle about non binary representation because loki as a character is yeah. gender fluid so being gender fluid like okay non binary is a type of um, like third gender it wouldn't i wouldn't say third gender it's a accumulation of different kinds of gender and uh, like male female and then the accumulation of the other kinds of gender all fall under the umbrella term of uh, non binary 
so you can be gender fluid you can be gender apathetic you can be androgynous uh, whatever you wish to you know identify as all of them like usually fall under non binary it's like an umbrella term so if you don't uh, okay then at least this is to my understanding it's very complicated i could definitely be wrong but from what i've understood from what i've researched this is what i've understood yeah so like they were talking about loki like in my circles at least so one, one second one second so i just to like club your understanding and my understanding of this as well it's like most gender fluid people are non binary but not all non binary people are gender fluid so like that should also be out there yeah yeah, yeah. um definitely like there are people who don't identify as either gender right like right i would say i identify as a man sometimes and then i actually it's very like how do i put it i'm very apathetic to it uh in in the sense he like what you address me as uh but uh, i i prefer both like she and him pronouns there are people who don't prefer either who don't like being that oh you know associating them with like a male pronoun or a female pronoun they'd be happier with they pronoun or like one of the zer pronouns and stuff uh, so it's a it's an umbrella term for all of those people so it's a very big term that like we have it's 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 a little it's a struggle to understand i'm not going to lie it's uh, it's a little bit of hard work but i think it's worth it definitely like, under, you know you can put that much like a little bit of hard work in it But yeah. yeah so loki uh, yeah loki was happening uh, people were talking about it and before that on a set people had given me like a stupid nickname and so for some reason whenever they called me by that nickname it was always like as a boy like full with like male pronouns so mm-hmm. on on the set uh-huh. where i was working uh, everybody referred to me with male pronouns i was like oh wait 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 this is fun i'm liking this i'm liking being referred to with like male pronouns and then i realized yeah <laughs> there's something there uh, you got to you got to figure your stuff out morgan so yeah um when loki came out i started looking into like gender fluid like what that means and then i realized yeah that that suits me well enough cuz some days i'm like i got to put on some eyeliner and be like the flyest bitch in this town and another days i'm like hmm this suit belongs to me and i will i will make everyone look at my dick which does not exist but you get my point biologically i'm also not sexually harassing people <laughs> that should also be the consensually make people look at my dick oh my god this is so wrong for no reason i made it wrong so so like okay um captain morgan i've understood that the whole journey was like a bit of a struggle and i mean I guess it's an ever evolving process but I have two more questions here like so I I I'm an energy science student right I study energy so part of what I study in energy is that we as humans have both the yin and the yang so the yin and the yang are basically both feminine energy and masculine energy correct so I kind of like my thinking goes in the form that all of us humans have both the traits both the feminine and the masculine so i can easily understand why people would want to uh, identify as she and him 
together because innately mm-hmm. we we have both energies correct i know it's a little difficult for some people to understand that but like mm-hmm. if they look at it they also have some masculine and feminine traits built together mm-hmm. yeah fair. so yeah i get that and um next like since this is a whole journey of understanding yourself and like coming out to your friends are you out to your parents uh no not at all uh that's my like one fear in life i don't really care about coming out to anyone else like i i genuinely don't care i think i was in 11th the first time i expressed being interested in women and i didn't even think about it twice i was just like i like women i guess uh and i i don't have any reservations anywhere else except when it comes to my parents because i really like my parents i'm very good i'm on very good terms with my parents i i don't know if like a lot of people say this but i love my parents a lot and we get along very well apart from the fact that they don't know that i'm queer as shit right and i can't i i it's not that okay so let's put it this way i'm very happy and secure with what i am or who i am or whatever identity i represent even if i question it sometimes i know that nobody looks at scarjo like that and you know comes out straight that just does not happen <laughs> um you can't keep pret- pretending you are but yeah um so i'm i'm happy with like the identity that i have chosen for myself i don't need that to be made public to like my parents like the rest is fine the rest is inconsequential because i can cut people off like like friends if they react negatively or like you know people that i work with if they react negatively i can change places that i work but i can't change my parents <laughs> and i and i really like them and i get it uh it's it's a weird struggle okay i i want them to change and i have been trying to assimilate them into like this whole lgbtq plus community but they're old and i have to cut them some slack they have come to the point like i know this is homophobic and like at some point i'm i'm being apologetic on their behalf while like demeaning my identity blah 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 i understand all of that but very realistically speaking you can't always change people's opinions uh and okay so i don't think that i need to i i don't think i need to come out to them for it to be like completely and truly my identity does that make sense like i don't need that yeah their approval sense. means nothing as like their approval on this thing does not mean anything to me but that doesn't mean i don't want them to be a part of my life like they would not cut me off they love me too much they only have one fucking child they have to <laughs> uh but uh, it's it's like it'll it'll create like a kind of unspoken barrier that i'm not very willing to you know indulge like it's fine whatever we have currently is fine they don't know a bit like a it's it's a okay my queer identity is part of like a larger identity that i have so they don't know one part of me that's fine they also don't know i smoke who cares okay. that's also part of my identity <laughs> yeah i mean for me i i would like a lot more to know but then i don't want to overstep a boundary here so i'll 
like if you feel comfortable let yeah, me know if you don't you if you don't you can, you can yeah i also yeah, want to yeah, put yeah. you in another mental crisis like that happens oh. like people ask me things and i'm like ha okay i need to think about this and then like think more about this this is man that's fun yeah go ahead so like for me like the thing that was going on in my head when i was listening to you was like what do you think is the worst that can happen if you do come out to your parents it's probably they're not going to get it and like there's going to be this barrier and so on and so forth but then there's make, also the yeah it's going to make family conversations awkward yeah and then there's also the flip side where do you think that there is a chance that they might actually understand you they might have a little bit of struggle with it but they might actually get you and like it's uh too big a risk to take let's be honest like if i'm being honest uh and i'm not very willing to take it there's also this part where where i would want everyone to know everyone who's listening it's not your job to make people less homophobic it shouldn't be like yeah i get it it's my parents so i'm doing it out of the goodness of my heart but it's not like anyone's job to be like you know i'm coming out so you have to you know just not even yeah. Yeah, yeah educate them it's not your job to have to educate everyone like even if you call that education some people are going to stay homophobic and it's not your job to like educate them in a way that they change their minds unless they're Same extremely important and unless they're extremely important and they and you think that there is a scope for them to change you want to do it because you want to do it that's different like you actually yeah. want to go out and educate people that's fine and that's on you that's your onus but i'm yeah. i'm saying you don't nobody should feel obligated yeah so in that way my parents uh, it'll it'll be very weird it'll just it won't be we won't be as close as we are now yeah and i am not very willing to sacrifice what we have now for something that i'm never going to tell them about anyway like i do shit that they don't know about anyway why does yeah. it matter if i yeah. have some girls on the side too yeah <laughs> makes sense no about my sexual no, activity no of course of course like you have to be safe in whatever space that you're coming out so usually we refer to it as appropriate disclosure where like you have to yeah you have to be concerned about your own safety before you're doing a certain action like I won't go into the mountains and you know wear a bikini over there because I know people over there just can't take it. So exactly th- that cultural thing has to be respected. That generation gap has like generational gap has to be respected in some areas. But also, I feel like where we can push a little bit, I try and do a little bit of a push there because, like, I know, yeah, like, yeah, like you sure. said, like you said that somewhere or the other, you're also trying to like get them. Mm-hmm. get your parents yeah, comfortable definitely. with the community community so yeah makes mm-hmm. sense makes complete sense is there anything else any other tips you would like our audience to know of if they're going through an identity crisis because i happen to be in an identity crisis very often <laughs> i think uh, okay this is what worked for me and that's not necessarily what works for other people i just stopped looking for an like okay i think the thing is all the okay supposedly you take gender fluid it means a certain thing like the term means a very certain thing that you know you identify as a male or a female and then other days you fi- identify as a you know a, a, another gender or like uh, 
uh, androgynous, whatever you wish, right? It means a very certain thing. So uh, similarly to like being bisexual or being pansexual, those terms have very certain meanings. And that really scares me. That still scares me. I'm not going to lie. Like even after I know that maybe yeah, I like this and that and like I like, you know, these genders and not those genders or whatever. They still, those terms are so, in a way, restrictive, I'd say, not restrictive. Huh, in my head, they're very restrictive. Those labels seem restrictive to me at some, uh, some level, sorry. Uh, so I just went with queer. That yeah, kind of solved true. my whole problem. Yeah. Like, I just was like, this is the easiest thing to do right now is call myself queer and then figure it out. I have a lot of time. Even if I'm 80 and still like, oh no, yeah, I was bisexual all along. That's fine. Yeah. Just call yourself yeah. queer. Even if you have a little bit of doubt, you're probably queer. Because <laughs> uh, like, yeah, nobody tells you, even if you're one person gay, you're gay. Even if you're like one woman, that's like enough. Even if it's like literally just one woman, that's enough. One woman that you're interested in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like if, because in your head, it's always like if you're uh, bisexual, you have to be like 50-50. You have to go like 50% men, 50% women. That's not true. Even if you're pansexual, you have to love everyone equally. It's not true. You, You feel attracted to whoever you feel attracted to. So just call yourself queer and then figure it out. Yeah, I recently, I recently came across another individual and that individual and I ended up becoming very close friends. And that person said uh, that, you know, I'm asexual. And it it took me a little bit to understand because like, I knew that this individual really enjoys being intimate and having sex. But then this person also said that they're asexual. So I was like, wait, what? So it, it was like, but you enjoy it and you crack sex jokes and you crack like you do enjoy mm. intimacy and then this person came to me and they said that you know i enjoy intimacy i enjoy sex but i can still be asexual so i was like then what is the point of identifying as an asexual because the whole term mm-hmm. means that and it again it took me a little bit of like understanding what the person was trying to communicate to me and eventually i understood that they don't necessarily enjoy the act of sex. They enjoy mm-hmm. the intimacy, the intimate, yeah. the, the the fact that they can be so close and share that sort of a bond with another individual is something that they really enjoy. So it's not the sex, sex per se. And again, sex is a very broad term. Um, it doesn't just refer to intercourse. So yeah. what that individual is trying to say is that they don't enjoy the intercourse, but they enjoy the intimacy and that's why they identify themselves as an asexual so that made sense to me later yeah, on. yeah. So again i i do think that labels are slightly restrictive but then they even are in also... understanding you're right like yeah. i never thought of it that way that even understanding someone else it gets a little restrictive yeah so, so you I, can I, always ask yeah i think everyone has their own understanding of what that particular term is representing for themselves yeah yeah definitely and if that person really matters to us like i would want to understand what your term for you means which is why i'm having this yeah, conversation yeah, 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 yeah. so exactly, that bit exactly. of that bit of an effort we will have to put in 
Yeah. Like like and, anything else. Yeah. And I don't think that's a big deal. Like people try to understand you. Like if even if outside we're talking about like outside of a person's queer identity. Yeah. So always try to understand your friends. What's the big deal in understanding then this one other aspect? I think it's very annoying sometimes. Ki queer identity is seen as like this one very big aspect of person's and if it is a very big aspect of your life i'm not trying to shade you or anything that's fair uh, but it shouldn't be like a taboo aspect that you know people are afraid to touch because yeah. sometimes they are yeah. because they either they are like afraid that they won't understand or either they're like um, what what is it called they're yeah afraid to offend so yeah. not that big of a part of me like yes i'm queer and i will crack stupid fucking jokes about how like black widow kind of made me gay <laughs> and like yeah I'll, i'll do that stuff but at the same time i'll also crack jokes about dicks man it's it's like an equal exchange <laughs> like a, it's just it's a part of my identity it doesn't have to be all of my identity so if you want to understand other parts of me you can also you know try a little bit to understand this yeah. and people are usually very open into uh, like open to like questions about it like if you have a label if you ask them about it nicely yeah. they'll explain it to you yeah that's pretty just to that it's true i i like something i really find annoying is like you know how when you're part of a queer community and uh, mm-hmm. people introduce like people will introduce you to their friends sometimes and they'll be like oh she's gay and i'm like do you do you, do you introduce your straight friends like that oh that person oh, is straight. straight yeah i mean it it just blows my mind why would you introduce someone like oh they're gay or oh they're straight you don't do that <laughs> do you do you just go like hey this is the um i can't even think of a name this is uh, morgan or oh, this is yeah lavanya yeah whatever this is lavanya this is prakriti whatever and uh, she likes dicks in bed like nobody cares i know i wish people could see my expression right now because it's just <laughs> yeah it's so unnecessary like if you if you also like i get it a lot of people have this they're like ki are yaar um, if you don't tell me what your you know identity is like sexual identity is i will not know whether or not to flirt with you I'm like flirt with me and find out no what is this behavior just flirt can, with me yeah you can just flirt and flirt for the sake of flirting because flirting is good for health <laughs> in itself so yeah just like flirt once if i shut you down i shut you down it's not even probably because i'm not interested uh, sorry kya kehte hai i'm not interested in your gender or sexuality it's maybe just because you're annoying who who like introduces me with like a morgan likes dick and vagina like if you introduce me like that obviously even if you are someone i'm interested in i'm not flirting with you fuck off Ugh. yeah it But, I, yeah. i don't think flirting has anything to do with people's gender identity or people's identity in itself like you could just go and flirt as simple as that and if they're saying no they probably exactly. don't like you in a romantic sense and why does it matter if they don't like you in a romantic sense because they're not interested in your gender or because they're not interested in you as a person who cares they don't like you they don't like you be friends then forget about it i don't like how nosy people are do you know what i mean yeah. i think it'll, it'll all be so much easier if people want this like controlling about other people's life 
it's just like live and let live right yeah. if like somebody comes to me tomorrow and goes like yeah i'm i'm asexual i'm like i'll stay yourself Yes, definitely. That's yeah. very important. And if you could go and do some research on your own, and even then, if you still have more questions, feel free to just drop me a message, an email, whatever, find me. You could, I could put you in touch with some of my friends who are open and out and would be more than happy to help you go through your process as well. um once again thank you so much for being here it was Yay. so nice it was, to it was great yeah it was so nice to like listen to this entire process and stories and all the things that you came up with and <laughs> i'm glad to yeah. have you it here. was it was fun it was fun to talk about it very cathartic okay see you soon on the next episode of outlandish with lavanya rathodi very very soon <laughs> all right bye bye